Hello again, everyone. It's day two of the CWCB Expo. It's November 5th. Uh, I am so uh, excited to be here today. And when you're in New York City, when you're at the CWCB Expo, you you run into some unbelievably interesting people and some amazing contacts. So I couldn't be more grateful uh, to have Scott Jordan with me and give me some of your time. Thank you, Scott. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you being here. Scott is the founder of the Alternative Finance Network, and I wanted Scott to tell us a little bit about what he does in the industry. Sure, I provide access to debt capital. So loans, equipment leases, sale leaseback of, uh, of both real estate and uh, equipment. And I've been doing it since uh, 2009 and full-time exclusively in the cannabis industry since 2013. And I've been fortunate enough to finance some of the largest companies in the industry, including uh, Weed Maps, uh, Tilt Holdings. We just recently did a line of credit for them. STEM, uh, driven by STEM, uh, the public company out of Florida. We did a sale leaseback for them. We helped Harborside build out a uh, dispensary out in Palm Springs. Um, we've done a lot of different uh, financing, and what I've been able to do is teach some of the younger guys in the industry the value of using debt to expand initially rather than equity. Because, for instance, with Weed Maps, we went ahead and did a $2 million financing uh, for him back in 2015 when he had a, an offer to give up 10% of the company for that money. And what happened was I had to twist Justin's arm at the time because debt rates were a lot higher back then. But I convinced him if his pro forma was accurate and he was going to hit those numbers that my, the cost of my capital was cheap in, in compared to getting debt. And so as a result, they got bought by Silver Spike uh, about this time, I think, last year. And that 10% equity was worth $150 million. Wow. So that's a lot of money. To, to leave on the table. Absolutely. Uh, and I helped the Spidel brothers over at Green Solutions. When they uh, when they wanted to expand, I helped them finance four stores, and they ended up uh, getting bought by Columbia Care for $140 million. Wow. So, you know, again, when you give up equity early, you're giving it up at the wrong time. You really need to try to hold on to your equity because equity is like your virginity. <laughs> Once you give it up, get you it back. can't get it back, okay? <laughs> That's a quote that we're going to have to remember, Frank. <laughs> Equity is like your virginity. Uh, absolutely. Look, you know, saying that you be in the, you've been in the industry since 2009, Scott, like if you've been in cannabis for five years, you're considered a veteran player these days with so many people entering the marketplace. You've seen a lot. You've worked with incredibly successful companies, as, as we just heard. Uh, what brings you to New York, and could you tell us what, what's exciting about these two emerging markets in Jersey and eventually New York? We know there's a little bit more of a delay with New York, as we just heard, but it is an exciting time here on the East Coast. Very exciting. Well, that's one of the reasons why I'm here. First of all, I grew up in New York, okay. in Long Island. Shout out to Glen Cove. Hey, and, uh, all right, Glen Cove. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to come back because, uh, first of all, I spoke at this show uh, the first three years that they had it. Oh, okay. So I have an affinity for uh, Lee Expos, and mm -hmm. I think they do a great job. Excellent job. And because New York is opening up, because it's the financial capital of the world, I got a chance to also meet with a couple of my lenders back here. Okay. And uh, got a chance to go out to uh, the South Shore of Long Island, which... Uh, was beautiful and uh, I really enjoyed. And New York and Jersey are going through what um, we did, we being Coloradoans and uh, Washington, you know, back in 2014 when we, uh, you know, legalized. Mm -hmm. And so I, there's a tremendous opportunity to help entrepreneurs 
like I did with Weed Maps, like I did with Green Solution, to realize there's another way other than going to vulture capitalists yes. <laughs> to take a part of your company and take control. With my debt, you get to keep 100% of control. We don't make any of the decisions for you. You make all the decisions. We want you to just simply make a, a repayment of the loan on time and maybe invite us to your Christmas party <laughs> or holiday party, you know? Maybe Absolutely. invite us to grand store opening. Maybe. You know, that, that, that would be fun. Absolutely. And, and so I see just a tremendous opportunity, and I see a, a great need for debt. I mean, yeah. um, there's a just tremendous need to be able to finance things uh, that are financeable, and I help companies that are going get really going and put some fuel in the tank I'm not the right vehicle for startups, but I am the right vehicle for people that are expanding. Okay, okay, and we do, we, we know that Jersey uh, is just ripe with possibility and opportunity for people, and I, that, that leads me to something that, that Scott and I were talking just before he jumped on with us and was kind enough to give us some of his time. Um, Scott, could you tell us more about your intern program, because th this was something that really spoke to me. Thank you, I really appreciate that. I have created a program so here's sort of the, you'll get the very beginning of it. I went to, uh, I went to Babson. I went to um, our a, uh, alumni weekend, October 1st and 2nd, with the thought of seeing what I could do, interviewing some interns at Babson uh, that were in the finance area that wanted jobs. I interviewed four great people. I selected two to start on my team. Um, and it's worked out really great. So my vision is, Kids need a way to pay for college now because it's so darn expensive. I mean, Babson is now $80,000, $85,000 a year. I mean, a lot of people don't make that kind of money total. And I think it's unfair how unbalanced things are now no for question. the rich and people that are in that upper 1% uh, that can afford $85,000 a year and the whole rest of the population. So I want to bring some parity and some democratization in people being able to get an education that they vitally need. Babson was a great college, and uh, I had a great time there. But, you know, $350,000, I mean, you should get a house and, yeah, a, and a diploma yeah. for that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, you or at least a condo. <laughs> I mean, come on. So, so I decided I was going to do something about it, even in a small way. I could do something. So I created this internship program where they come to work with me. I've got two of them at the trade show, three of them at, at the trade show here today. Oh, good. Two Babson people and a, uh, an Oakland University uh, uh, young lady. Uh -huh. And she's my veteran. She's been doing great. She's been on with me since the beginning of September. She was actually the one that got me to consider doing an internship program. Wow, and, okay. Uh, and she just, you know, she did some research. She called me, said, you know, Looks like you're one of the leaders in the finance industry in marijuana. I wrote a paper about banking in, in marijuana. I'd like to come to work for you. And I turned it down the first time because I was like, I don't, I don't have a structured program. How am I going to teach you and do this? And I thought about it. And I said, you know what? Let's see how it goes. You know, she was yeah. willing to work for free, so it, it took all the risk off of me. Sure did. And yeah. that's what I would recommend to young people. If you want to get into a profession, volunteer to work for free. Because it's a lot easier to say yes to someone that doesn't cost you money, only costs you time. That's that's something. And if they're good people, they're going to eventually make you an offer, or it's not going to work out, and you're going to you know leave, and you'll at least learn something from it. 
So they wanted some resume experience. I decided to, to do that. And then what I did was I kind of put together the program kind of piece by piece. It's like, okay, what do I need? I need somebody to do social media for me. Sure. Boom, you're going to do social media. I need someone to do videos for me. Boom, you're going to do videos for me. And then I said, you know what? Let's, let's, let's throw them into the pool here. Let's bring them to a trade show. First trade show I brought him to was Benzinga in New York, you know, three weeks ago, which yeah. is like a real upper class, you know, really high-end show, public companies pretty much only, and then a few stragglers. But I brought, brought her there. She did really well. She collected uh, 40 or 50 cards. We're talking to some people right now about that. And then MJ Biz was the following week. Wow. Which is really a mind blowing. Can you imagine? So, yeah, I that's like going through the gauntlet, going to those two shows oh, back to back. Exactly. Right. So, I decided I was going to bring the one from Babson out to Las Vegas. And it was the first time being in Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh, man. First time being in like a city, you know, that crazy. And obviously the first time being to a cannabis show and the yeah. largest cannabis show in the, yeah. in, in the world. In the world. Mm -hmm. And so her mind was like totally opened up and Scott, blown. that is sensory overload like it you was. wouldn't imagine. And I told her. I warned her. I, I said, hey, here's the thing, you know. Yeah. Stay sober because you'll have enough... <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, with the lights going on there, yeah. it'll be enough for your brain to handle, no right? No doubt about right? it. Uh. So they both did great. They brought in, like, over 60 cards each. We're starting to call people now. It looks like there's probably about 25% of those will be worthwhile. And we only need to close one or two because, yeah. you know, the money is so large. And, you know, it's obviously, you know, way bigger than they could ever imagine, um, you know, in terms of, you know, they're used to 15, 20 an hour, sure. 25 an hour. When we're talking about making, you know, thousands of dollars per lead that closes. And so um, there, there she is, by the way, oh, just nice. walking by. Yes. Yes. So working the floor. Yes. Working the floor. <laughs> working the floor, baby. So um, so so the genesis of it is. Um, to help teach them the basic skills of finding, qualifying, and then following up with people. They then turn that over to myself or one of my other originators on the team, and they go back and pre-qualify. And then once they get the hang of that and want to step into the originator role, they'll then be able to know exactly kind of how that goes down, and they'll start to increase the amount that they'll make. Or if they're fine with just, you know, um, originating deal or, or finding deals, I can leave them in that role as well. But they'll get a chance to see the whole life cycle. And then once they graduate, if they want to come work for me or, you know, do something on their own, they have the skills and they can point out exactly what they've done because we measure everything that they do. We measure number of leads, number of qualified, number that goes to calendar appointments. So we've got a very structured system for helping kids be able to fulfill the hours that they're trying to do and make very good money. It's incredible, Scott, because when they leave your program, they leave with quantifiable skills instead of a mountain of debt. Sometimes you just get one or the other in our, in our current uh, system. So I, kudos to you, um, and, and thank you for the work you're doing, because I'm thinking of your, your, uh, your person who's on the ground here in, in uh, the 100 uh, section of the show, and I'm thinking to myself, you learn a lot just navigating a trade show floor. It's not, it's not easy. You can certainly do it wrong. Um, and this, that, that's just one skill, but the skills they take away from your program, it's fantastic. You said something to me before we jumped on air that I wanted to, to bring up. You said, you know, in, in my, with my program, then everyone can make some money. And, and, and instead of being crippled by, by this, this debt, um, 
that's fascinating. It's very, very much in tune to our company philosophy, which is no one grows alone. Um, we have a number, um, and when you said go work for somebody for free if you can, I'm so glad that you shared that bit of advice. We even have people on our team who are, you know, third-year University of Delaware students working part-time, and I know that, that, that kind of, that's sage wisdom for them to hear. I mean, I didn't know that when I was uh, their age. Yeah. I'd like to pass that along because I'm at the point in time in my life where I want to help other people get into good income and not have to go into debt to do it. And if they want to go to a place like Babson, they can make ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month working part time because of how lucrative the industry is. Wow! And you don't find that working at Walmart or working at no. the, you know, health club or working, you know, an hourly thing. And they can fit it into their schedule. Yes. That's the other thing is we're very flexible in terms of that. And we're looking for additional talent. I'm looking for team leaders. I'm trying something out at this show where I'm bringing down a, a young gentleman that's going to be a team leader. I'm hoping he's going to be able to replicate what I do and bring my brand to the East Coast because the East Coast needs yes. what I provide. Absolutely. And, and so, um, you know, that's the vision is to help young people, help expand the brand, help bring debt capital so that... Um, uh, marijuana business owners are not giving up equity to, to, for CapEx expenditures. Every other business, you know, you buy uh, lights, you buy, you know, capital equipment, you can get uh, financing for it at reasonable rates. It's expensive these days, and uh, in fact, it's one of the areas that we're penetrating in. I just hired uh, a young lady in Maine that used to be from Boston that's going to head up my uh, Lend to Lenders program. See, this is, this is what I, I, it was my wish for the East Coast, since I'm an East Coast guy. It's that, you know, we've worked in Washington in the I-502 market. We know about Colorado's market. And you can, other states, I just wish they'd learn from the growing pains, the pluses and the minuses from those existing markets. And, and we need people like you with your wisdom and your vision uh, helping us out on the East Coast. So I want to thank you for what you do. I want to thank you for what you're doing for young people. And I wanted to know, uh, how can people get in touch with you? Easiest way is probably my website, which is uh, www.alternativefinancenetwork.com um, or uh, LinkedIn. Uh, I'm the uh, not as famous as the uh, Scott Jordan from Scotty Vest, uh, but if you put in Scott Jordan Denver Marijuana into LinkedIn, you'll you'll uh, you'll see my uh, profile. Uh, and you can connect with me. I get a lot of LinkedIn requests, so when something comes in on the website, it's a little bit easier. And that website, again, is alternativefinancenetwork.com. And if, if your uh, marijuana business is looking for a million dollars or more and is up and going, we'd love to talk with you. And if you're an intern or a student looking for a great opportunity for income now and then income later and some great experience, reach out to me. Please, we, we run into good people uh, at, the, at shows like this. So, again, Alternative Finance Network founder Scott Jordan has been kind enough to give us some of his time today. Scott, I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know you have an appointment to get to, but we appreciate you taking your time. Thank you very much. I appreciate being on your show, and uh, I wish you guys all the luck. Thank you so much, Scott.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why isn't the endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.